Happy bank holiday Monday, you beautiful animals! Well, when you're gonna hear this, it's gonna be Wednesday, so bank holiday Monday is already gonna be past. But, anyways, I hope you had a good one. I hope you've been in the park, enjoying the sun, and yeah, you do deserve a break sometimes from this world, so I hope you enjoyed yours. Now, as you can see from the title, I woke up with the wrong foot today, and my neighbors are deciding to tear the house down, so if you hear something suspicious it's just them i'm not killing anybody in here i'm all about peace okay as i was saying wrong food today but considering all that's been happening to me during this week i guess you can indulge me a bit am i being argumentative polemic can a bit annoying yes and to be fair i'm kind of right on this one because i mean how far can we go with the depiction of violence in bl stories and making it look like it's the most romantic thing in the world I mean, don't get me wrong, I do love me a good old angsty story, I'm not gonna lie, but there's a limit of how much beating up and that word I can take. Especially when there are tons of minor readers that shouldn't be reading these kind of stories at all, but well, the internet is a free kingdom and we cannot really stop them physically. Um, but yeah, all these minors will soak up everything like sponges without really realizing that some behaviors are just, well, wrong. And finding yourself in that kind of relationship shouldn't by no means be considered as the norm or even something to aspire to in any way. Um, yeah, bear with me today. As you can see, I'll be annoying as fuck. But before I carry on and rub somebody the wrong way, disclaimer. This content is intended for mature audiences only. It can contain strong language, sexual references, and mention of violence. And today, there's going to be a lot. So listener discretion is, of course, as per usual, advice. You do you. Do whatever makes you happy. Do whatever ma makes you feel safe. And yeah, your feelings are the most important thing. Always remember that. Now, maestro, roll the drums. And that was a very out of tune. <coughs> and yeah. It was a very awkward drum, but anyway, for your ears delight only, DMB season 1 finale! Can we believe that? I don't. From this part to legs that won't walk, aka, we definitely have a problem with romanticizing violence. And now, for the last time, for now, you'll never know what season 2 will bring, it could be even worse, the jingle. And as you can hear, there's somebody playing music in the street, so you have two jingles today. Two jingles for the price of one. Isn't it exciting? But anyway. <coughs> and this is the moment where the jingle should be. Jingle, jingle, jingle. Oh, this jingle. It's amazing. Best thing in the world. And I cannot sing to save my life, so I'm gonna vape instead. And now let me get <coughs> a sip of water. I need my hydration to be on point to concentrate. <sighs> Much better. Now, we were saying moments ago that somebody might perceive an abusive relationship as a romantic one under some particular circumstances. And to my opinion, that is exactly what could happen while reading this part. If your mindset isn't developed or critical enough. I'm not going to be an hypocrite. <laughs> Were you missing out? The tongue twisting is back again with feeling. As I was saying, I'm not going to be an hypocrite by saying that I don't like the webtoon per se. 
because that would be a lie and a i'm not a liar usually b i wouldn't be sitting here talking about it if i didn't like it but at my age i certainly can realize that if you find yourself in that kind of situation there is nothing to be happy about and your counterpart should go to jail to say one However, a more fragile mind wouldn't have the instruments to recognize that and the damage would be almost irreparable. By the way, that's exactly what happens with the main character in Legs That Won't Walk, but we'll talk about that in a few minutes. And because I'm not a doctor nor a psychologist, I'll shut my mouth because I'm not here to do a lecture about mind and trauma and I'll just stick to what I know best. So let's crack on with despair. Bye for you. But before I begin with the plot, bear in mind, it's been on hiatus, hiatus, I hope I said that right, well, it's been stopped, <laughs> to say it in my kind of uh, not-so-English person way. So it's been stopped for almost one year now, I think it was like se September 2020 when we had the last chapter, so if you ever decide to embark on this journey, do keep in mind that it might never continue and <laughs> we'll, we'll have to leave not knowing the rest of the story and how what's going to happen however i know it, can, it could be pretty annoying but however if you're brave enough here's how it goes this part the tale of two brothers from a mafia family and their abusive father who clearly should have stuck his dick on the ground instead of using it to start a family and have kids please do meet miha sowa and the story of their abusive relationship and you know I could simply stop here because I pretty much said everything, but I'm a bit of a masochist, so let's get in deeper. And also I want to make the podcast a bit longer, so I'm going to dig deeper. <laughs> now, with Miha being the illegitimate, illegitimate son of his father, and Sowa being the heir of the clan, the latter has used his position of power to use and abuse Miha in every possible way imaginable. Um, yeah, you name it, physical, mental... The guy is broken, like, beyond repair. Um, and not only that, he also made it so that Mia would have no one, and when I say no one, do trust me, literally, no one, zero, nada, nisba, niet, to rely on, or to rely to, except his own torturer, aka Soa, his half-brother. Nice, right? And things seems to go in the same way every day without change. Um, except that, at one point, Soa has an accident that makes him lose his memory, typical, and consequently to the loss, he starts to question and reevaluate his relationship with Mia. Or to say it in a better way, he starts to show actual love, affection, jealousy, and yeah, all that kind of feelings that you have in a normal brackets, normal relationship. <laughs> and yeah, he starts to like show all of that towards his half-brother like never before. And you would think maybe his violent and abusive behavior was only a facade in order to hide his true feelings. And that is kind of where we left off on chapter 20. As I was... Why, why did I say chapter 20? Oh, because I was thinking September 2020. But yeah, that's where we left off. September 2020, almost one year ago. On chapter 30. Chapter 30, September 2020. As you can see, math wasn't my forte. But I'm good on other stuff, okay? But now, please, do tell me, illuminate and kind intellectuals, what's so romantic about all of this situation? Please do tell me, because I'm really curious to know. I'm not even going to explore the incest problem at hand, because it clearly isn't the main problem here. 
Now who in their right mind would be stupid enough to think that this, all of this is okay even in the slightest? Who would dare to say that such an abusive and mind-breaking behavior is a clear demonstration of love? Because it isn't, it's not, and people like Sowa should get help, actual professional help, ASAP. And I know, I know, I know who behaves in a certain way has probably, like, most certainly suffered the same treatment in the early stages of their life, but that's an even better reason to seek help and break the toxic cycle, whether, of course, it is possible and the person actually wants to get help. And listen, do listen, there is no shame in seeking help for yourself or someone you care about, trust me. Actually, that would be the best solution for yourself and all the people around you so you can carry on with your life in the best way possible. But going back to this part, you want to know, like, we talk all about all of the issues at hand, but you know what's the worst thing of it all? Deep down, in the back of my stupid little brain, I'm still hoping that Sowa really is deeply in love with Mia, only acting the way he does in order to protect him from his father and the likes of him, and... I do feel guilty as fuck because of it, and I know 100% that my hopes for a happy ending is lingering there because, well, because we live in a society where we were taught, taught, yeah, that's the right word, where we were taught that the ab abuse means love and that if a partner is violent, it's probably because you gave them a reason to be like that and you deserve it. And in that sense, we do have a long way to go to fix things. It is possible, surely, if there's a will, there's a way, but it's not going to be easy. I mean, as you can see, I'm still thinking, okay, maybe it does love him, but no. No, by no means, in any way, in any, under any circumstance, that kind of behavior means that somebody cares about you. If they care about you, they're not going to behave like that, okay? I'm just putting it out there. Um, don't ever confuse the two things, because it's wrong. It's what we've been like what we've been taught but it's wrong it's just wrong and it makes me sick that people are told to feel guilty if they are abused it's just is fucking disgusting <clears throat> but now from one abusive partner to to not one not two but three contestants for the title of abuser of the year let's jump to legs that won't walk and myself questioning why i'm still reading it since it makes me sick to the stomach seriously why am i doing this to myself Mm. I guess for the same reason as this part, I'm still hoping that everything will turn out just fine for the main character and uh, I have to say the artwork is glorious. I didn't mention it before but that goes for, for this part as well. The author's talent is huge. Huge. And hopefully we will see more of their stuff in the future and hopefully so some more fluffy stuff because I can't take it. There is a limit to what I can take in this sense and you know me i am a sucker for good artwork i mean good stories with good artwork and especially for what concerns the coloring since i am utter shite at it but before i derail completely back to our main focus okay <laughs> so legs that won't walk by black apricot follows the tragic story of so young and his talent to go from one violent partner to an even more violent one so how does that happen so Young is a retired boxer who finds out that he has to pay off his father's debt and in said circumstances he meets Tai Seung, a mobster with a clear passion for controlling and stalking that will make him 
a peculiar offer indeed, uh, in order to pay his debt, or for better words, he proposes to Suyung to repay his debt using his body and becoming his cute little pet. And shall I say cute my ass? Because there's nothing cute about any of this. And all of this happens when Soyoung was finally able to get away from the clothes of his ex, a charming boy with a passion for beating him up. Yeah, a charming situation indeed, right? Am I not right? Oh, and wait, to add more fuel to the fire, one of the colleagues, if we can call him like that, of Taesung has developed a certain interest towards Soyoung. And I'm not too sure about the guy either. Sure thing, out of them three, it would be the best choice so far. And that's probably my hormones talking because the guy is clearly eye candy with this cute blonde hair, the tattoos, the jawline to die for. I mean, yeah, that's kind of like my ideal type. But again, I'm pretty sure he will eventually fuck it up. So I guess we will just have to wait and see. As of today, he's always been extra nice and never laid a finger on our misfortune main character. Unless, if I do remember correctly, one time when he was sleeping, but nothing major... Anyway, it's safe to say never say never, considering his dodgy background and whatever. To be fair, I don't even know what to add anymore or to say, because everything clearly speaks for itself. Yet again, we have a victim that clearly doesn't know how to break the toxic... I can't even speak properly no more the toxic cycle he's found himself in and furthermore a victim that blames himself for what's happening i'm so mad i mean i think probably my neck veins are twitching at the moment uh, why are you mad you might ask me well again what message does our lovely society tends to pass in these cases most of the time that's right we'd rather guilt trip the, vi the victim then realize that all the wrong is, and always is, and always will be in the end of the perpetrator. And I'm sorry if, I'm, if I keep repeating this and I'm getting a bit worked up, but I'm finding myself in a similar situation, not as bad as this one, but I do find myself in a similar situation at the moment. And let me tell you, the feeling of being powerless in front of these kind of people, and this perpetual injustice and the sense of self guilt that accompanies you every day it just makes me want to throw up to be honest but beside me being a, in a bit of a pickle at the moment as you can see i'm i don't even know how to talk no more as i said before unfortunately in this case as well i still hope that everything will be jolly good for you and his wonky leg and that you will be able oh my god Sorry guys, I'm getting a bit emotional at the moment, bear with me. As I was saying, I hope that Soyoung will be able to meet the man of his dreams that will love him and cherish him. But in reality though, I should be hoping that every motherfucker there ends up rotting in jail. And that Soyoung will seek professional help to overcome his trauma forever. And then eventually, yeah, he will find a nice partner who will actually be there for him and not just to beat him up. I know I'm fucking delusional, but dreaming doesn't cost me a penny, so I will keep doing that. So, in conclusion, do we have a problem with romanticizing violence? Well, judging from all the broken words that left my lips until now, we definitely do. And if you don't believe me, just go and read the ranchy comments under the chapters and you'll see what I'm talking about.
with your very own eyes. And to be fair, I just talked about two titles here, but I can pull out of the hat an infinite list of others. And not only for what concerns BLs, bear in mind, the rule applies for also a more straight and heterosexual environment, if you will. Now, will the situation ever change? Probably not anytime soon. And we just need to look around us to realize that it's going to be a long way before realizing that abuse isn't love and vice versa. Um, art can sure be a huge help in that sense, but I believe before art can actually pass the message to us, we need to change the narrative in real life first. That's the main thing. Art cannot do shit if then around us the situation will stay the same forever. Unless you're educated enough, in that case you're just gonna suffer because nothing will change and you cannot do nothing about it. And before the conclusions, I just want to point out, because it's extremely important in my opinion, that this, this episode is not, by no means and never will be, as any other episode, a personal attack towards the authors. Because their art is by all means their domain and they have every right to do whatever they want with it. Just put that in your mind. Don't ever criticize the author for what they're doing. They must feel free to keep doing it forever. That's what art is for, to express yourself, to tell your story and to put it out there. No judgment. What I'm saying is the readers should be a bit more critical and not excuse everything just because they see a dick and they get excited about it. Okay? The thing is, get excited about like what you want. You can appreciate a story even though it makes you feel like a bit sick. But yeah, just be critical enough to realize that whatever you see in art, like some things that you see in art, they don't necessarily apply to real life. And some people, if they do apply this stuff in real life, should should be jailed because like that's a that's an offense. That's an actual big offense. And yeah, on paper, jolly good. On real life, not so good. Okay? Just think about it, guys. And with this, my lieblings, we have the season finale of the very first seasons of DMB. And oh boy, what a journey it has been. And still, I do have a lot to learn and polish, but the fact that I managed to get this far into a project without procrastinating or dropping off, well, kudos to me. I'm fucking proud of myself, I should kiss myself. Uh, yeah, I've been good. I'm happy. And I promise I will get better. But bear in mind, I do a lot of jobs. So I'm tired and I cannot dedicate like the time I should and would dedicate to this. So sometimes I do sound a bit wonky and dodgy, but it will get better with time. I promise. I just hope you will continue enjoying it as much as I do enjoy making it for you guys. Now, if you believe this was the time you'd finally get rid of me for good, well, think twice. Special episode is coming on the way. I'll basically want you forever, guys. Let's rejoice. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed your time with me today. It was an angsty and polemic one, but I guess I can't always be all sunshine and rainbows. And as you can see, some stuff pisses me off a lot and I can't keep it inside me. I have to get it out of my chest. So happier episodes will come on our way, but not today. Not today. 
Now, make sure you stay out of trouble. Do remember that if somebody loves you, that means they will always cherish and support you. Otherwise, please run away and ask for help. There's plenty of good people in the world. And come forward, speak out. Do remember your voice. Your voice is valid and important. Now, do stay hydrated. I hope you didn't get sunburnt in the park. And I shall see you next Wednesday for the special episode. Adios.